Zelda in Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, as always. That opening theme was brought to us by Brandon Company. And before we get into who's on this week, we're going to talk about what's been going on this past week. Overkill decides that their studio name has more to do with our DLC content than anything. Nintendo continues to forget about North America's Zelda fans. GameStop decides to part ways with Puerto Rico, and Nintendo joins Tumblr. I wonder if they'll take part in Topless Tuesdays. Thanks again for joining us. My name is Adam. If you have any of your own topics, theme songs, submissions, or anything like that, feel free to send those to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. And this week, I'm happily joined by... Hey, it's Colin, and my favorite Nintendo Tumble t- post will be when they confirm that Mario is Mario. I think that's already been confirmed, but thank you for joining us, Colin. Shit. <laughs> Starting off strong, I see. Um, oh, do I go now? Or... Yes. Okay. <laughs> no! Um, I'm... Oh, alright. <laughs> I'm Julia, back again. Um, my favorite uh, Zelda theory is that Princess Zelda is a princess. And that's just a theory! A game theory! <laughs> Th- thanks for watching! I'm just kidding, we love you, Matt. Did, oh, I, I, did I ever tell you the story of when my mom met Matt Pat's mom? Yes, we've we've heard this story on the podcast, Matt I think. No I don't way. know about if on the podcast, but... We'll tell it after we get through intros. Okay. Also, it, it sucks that MatPat is, like, one of my favorite people to have talked to, because it makes cool. being mean to him really hard. <laughs> I think, I, I think like he's very like, self-aware, though. That's true. He, but he's such a sweetheart. It's like, I, I still feel guilty. I think that's what guilty. makes him great, is that he's really self-aware and he's really sweet about it. Like Yeah. We love you, Matt. Anyway, last but not least this week. Hi, everybody. My name is Ray. I am very new to Zelda Informer, so I'm going to do my best to not embarrass everyone on the podcast. Well, you started worry, off by I'll sounding like a YouTube vlogger, but, you know, we can work from there. What? <laughs> now you're fine. You did a good job. <laughs> I'm just We're proud me. of you. When did we get Ego Raptor's <laughs> wife on? Your mother there? and I are proud of you. Oh, I God. Feel like a squid right now. People are just making fun of me. <laughs> a squid? Have y'all ever seen Rocket Power? Uh, yeah. No, oh but God. I like squids. We used to call one of the newbies squid, and even when we got new people, we still called them squid. Speaking of bad Nickelodeon shows, did you guys hear that Has Told by Ginger might be coming back? Yes. Like, literally the worst decision they could have made. That animation, when I was a kid, like, creeped me that out. That show did was it, like, boring. I couldn't like, watch it. There was a scene where her mom has a nightmare that a snake bursts out of her stomach. I mean, I know it wasn't for me, because that, that show was, was, was very, very much so made for, like, prepubescent girls, but I mean, so is My Little Pony and 30-year-old men still watch it, but, like... Someone once told, told me the by... grass is much greener. On the <laughs> on other the side. Other side. Um, the other side. <laughs> I'm so unclear. <laughs> Cartoons. You... Yeah, cartoons. Someone in the audience will understand our weird... Yeah, Steven Universe! (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, But before we get into topics, I want to ask, what have you guys been playing this past week? I'll go first. (laughs) Yes. There's awkward silence. Um, I have been um, playing Oracle of Ages, actually. I've been working on that for a long time. It's funny, I got the game when I was like... Very young. I think it was my first Game Boy game I ever got. Wow. And I was constantly getting to the same part part of the same temple uh, okay. constantly. And I would restart the game and play it. And now I finally figured out how to get past that one part. So I've almost beaten the game now. Which, uh, which temple? Is that the second one? I want to I want to say it was the second one. It was the one in after the graveyard, I think. Or no, maybe it was the graveyard. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it was the graveyard. It was embarrassingly early. It's all right. I've, I've had that problem. I, I constantly have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> the Oracle's games are very confusing. But they're like, so good. They're good, but they're just very bad about being straightforward. It's the same problem I have with Minish Cap. <laughs> like, there's direction there, but it's, like, not the kind of direction that's suited for me. I don't know. It's it's odd. I don't know. I feel like that's what makes one of the makes them super unique and, and cool. I like the top-down games, just for that reason. Have you played Link's Awakening? That's on my list. It's on my queue. Oh. Do you, have you ever watched Twin Peaks? That's also on my queue. <laughs> well, well, you should watch the, yeah, the you show should. while playing the game. 
and try to find the similarities. We mentioned, because... this, we mentioned this earlier, but apparently um, Link's Awakening is inspired by Twin Peaks, which is like one of the strangest little oh, fun facts stop. about Zelda we've ever learned. I would love to have a mod of Link's Awakening where you play as Koop. Where you play as Koop, yeah. Link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of like potions, you have damn fine cups of coffee. Yeah, or donuts <laughs> instead of uh, rupees. Ah, uh, yeah, that works. Yeah, there you go. And instead, and instead of fairies, it's Diane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> floating tape recorder. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, that is exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> I love it. It'd be perfect. I didn't really play much this week. Um, really? No, I, I, I. But what I, I mean, most of the games I've been playing, I've been playing mostly small doses of it. I'm still mm-hmm. playing Sonic Lost World. Um. Okay. And man, that game's Nerd. now infuriating me. <laughs> because uh, why? Because you know how last week I mentioned that it's basically Mario Galaxy but with Sonic. Yeah, yeah, you did. Well, for like the problem minutes. is, well, hey, it's a good discussion. <laughs> it um, was. Well, the problem is, is that I guess the developers were like, ah, screw it. They already know we're we're trying to be Nintendo. So the game tries to pull this like this Mario platforming type design that don't that doesn't work for a Sonic game. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. <laughs> it's really not fun. I, the gameplay is still alright, but mm-hmm. it, it's like, no, this mm-hmm. should not be in a Sonic game. I get you. I've been playing Other Undertale. Than, oh. oh, sorry. You've been playing Undertale? Yes. Oh. It's my Did least you see favorite. That, uh, it's your least favorite? Well, it's my favorite, actually, but I'm playing Genocide right now, and it's not fun. Oh, I'm sorry. When they say you're going to have a bad time, they're really not stressing how bad of a time you're going to have. I feel like Jeff's going to burst through a wall right now and be like, did somebody say Undertale? Probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly in that What's going to happen is he's going he's gonna to bust through the wall, wait five minutes, and then say, did somebody talk about Undertale? Yes. I love Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Jeff's probably listening. He always listens. Um, Always watching, listening, waiting. Other other uh, than Snowy. Yeah, dude, did you see before... that... Uh, IGN uh, gave Undertale a ten out of ten. Colin, it, it's relevant. I did. Don't ugh, don't I, ugh me. I like the pizza. <laughs> Colin, I swear I will sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? Papa and Papa are fighting. Adam, Adam, did you listen to the latest Sleepy Cast? I did not. Oh, this, this f-ing psychic pebbles is like I like the pizza. I like the pepperoni. <laughs> oh my god! The funniest thing. <laughs> what the hell? Are are. Never mind. Is everyone okay? <laughs> yeah, we're 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 fine. Yeah, we're feeling fine. good. IGN Igan gave under undermans underrail uh, ten out of ten, which seems kind of weird for IGN. Like it's not like it isn't undeserved, but it's it like it. with IGN you expect them to. I mean, like, IGN also gave Metal Gear Solid Five a ten about. out of ten. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. So I mean, they have a weird bar. It kind of bends down and goes up. Here's the dealio. Every, like everyone loves all these gaming journalism sites when they rate games, they like a good score, and when they rate games, they don't like a bad score. That's really what it comes down to. No one actually reads the reviews. They always go for the scores at the end, and that's right. all that really people care about. That's well, that's what they put on the box, and it's like I think a lot of companies want to be associated with being the ones that were on the bandwagon of like appreciating something that might be a masterpiece you know what i mean do you think we'll ever get like a physical undertale copy that looks like the batman arkham city game of the year edition (laughs) the one that said like 10 out of 10 like 50 times on it (laughs) you know what i wouldn't be surprised if in a year or two they decide to do a collector's edition sort of thing of Undertale? Uh, Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a small run. I'm surprised they haven't I done like an indie that. box thing for it. I'm sure that they've contacted Speaking him because of... it's really they're really open to like people as long as they're willing to. Speaking of do physical the indie copies box, like... of strange indie games, uh, Gone Home is now on console. So if you want, yeah, if yeah, you want to play, that. if you want to pay twenty dollars to play a game that's only under a minute long, there you go. More power to you. Wait, really? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> You it's, can beat it in under a minute. You can beat it in like 40 know. seconds. Yeah. I know I have. I have a video on it. Check out the, the, Colin Dram on YouTube. It's, the it's like experience. a really it's a really bad problem where the game is like set up in a way that you have to find all the clues and stuff. But the last part of it doesn't require you to have gone through any previous checkpoints. You just have to move a panel. Yeah. Hmm. 
Sounds like fun. Well, there's a ton. There's a ton of indie games that I'm really excited that are coming out this this year. Such uh, as, like Death's Gambit. Um, that one. Uh, oh, what was the game that I I did a piece on a while back? It had to do with ducks. It was literally. Duck game? Yes. I've been <laughs> I playing love that. It's, it's out. I'm unnecessarily excited for that it, game. It's out. Is it really? Well, yes, the, I've the been PS4 playing it. The PS4 version isn't out yet, which is probably. Oh. Okay. Well, if in case you guys are interested. Sometimes myself, uh, Colin, Luke, and some of the other guys will stream it on uh, my Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash ABC Milkman. You can follow that down below, along with my Picardo channel, if you're interested in seeing more from us uh, outside of the show. Recently, this past week, I've been streaming a lot more. I streamed some Castle Crashes, as always, because that game is very, it's very reapproachable for me. I sometimes, I, I've literally gone through the first part of the game like eight times at this point. Um, I stream, uh, what else? Gauntlet. We tried to stream Jackbox, but it was very difficult because my computer can't handle it yet. I'm getting a new PC at some point soon. Uh, we did stream a bit of Screensheet, and we streamed... Uh, other than that, I... We haven't streamed uh, Verdun yet, Colin. No, we haven't. We should stream Verdun. Are you busy tonight after the podcast? No, I won't be. Would you like to stream Verdun? Sure. All right, and in so terms if... of in terms of me news, um, I've been... <laughs> Sorry. I've been uploading a couple more clips of random games to YouTube today. I just uploaded some of the uh, Metal Gear Online beta for PC. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, quite fun, though. So, it's a... so if you're listening to this, you should have subscribed already, or Chris is not getting out of that box. Oh, yeah, you should. For those it's... of you who don't follow us on Twitter, which you should be doing, Chris, uh, Chris went box. back into the box. Yeah, Chris is in the because box. Because he likes the Smash Mouth cover of uh, Under Pressure by David Bowie. <laughs> Wow. Which is awful. Rest it's in just peace, awful. David Poe. I'm really upset about it. Yeah, I know. It's tragic. <laughs> he was my I, favorite. I, we'll never know what happened to Philip Jeffries on Twin Peaks. <laughs> That's true. Makes, <laughs> no, it's, there's a lot of characters that are not going to be coming back in season three. Because now. they died in real life. Yeah, like we won't get, we won't get Pete. Uh, we won't get Pete. We won't get the log lady. We won't get Major Briggs. And we're not getting Bob. And we're not getting it's, Philip Jeffries. It's kind of scary, but like David Lynch now has to write a show about all the characters moving on because those people have actually moved on. Apparently, no. Well, here's the deal. Apparently, Mark Frost is currently writing a book that's going to be bridging season two and season three together, just letting us know what happened in like the twenty five years. And apparently, David Lynch is already halfway done, like over halfway done shooting the third season. Wow, and he's been showing clips to um, the Showtime representatives, and they've they've said it's absolutely fantastic. So I'm glad they like it. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see. Um, Same, but other than that, I will. This is not going to be the only podcast I'll be on this week. I'm also going to be on the TOVG right, that one video gamer podcast with um, Super Bunny Hop and Matt Visual, former guest, and friend one of the other podcast. guy whose name escapes me at the moment, even though he's the, the main guy at the podcast. Oops, Are you talking about um? What's his name? Sunder. Uh, what is it? Sunder or is it not? Sunder. I think. I think it is. Haven't you shown me his videos before? I've shown you Matt Visual. Matt Visual. Yeah, I'm being invited onto a podcast. I don't even know what the third of <laughs> three people is. Oops. But it's um. All right. Nobody knows who Chris is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. It should be a lot of fun, and check it out. We'll talk about... Yeah, definitely. We'll Go check it out. We'll talk about non-Zelda-related things. Uh, Actually, you should have been listening like to that video, one video gamer podcast. Yeah, TOVG we, we, is a really great podcast. We've been, we've been pushing that one them, for a while. It's 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 like this one, except less mm -hmm. Zelda-related. So, right. there you go. Uh, and you stream with... Uh, uh, Super Bunny Hop. Yes, occasionally correct? I will be on a stream with Bunny Man or right. So Boku if no you follow us, if you follow us on Twitter, you can find out when Colin's doing that, and I suggest you do because they have great conversations. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> <laughs> all them dad jokes. I'm hoping Colin to doesn't get some Colin doesn't know up. that I watch sometimes because I'm a, I'm a little nerd. Oh, okay, I'm I'm hoping <laughs> to get some more streams up of games. I'd love to stream um Rainbow Six Siege because I can't please do I, I want to watch. Stop playing it. Uh, but I'm also hoping to stream Verdun and maybe some other like weird little games. I recently picked up Crypt of the Necro Dancer and I've been playing that Ooh. and it's a lot of fun. Because, that sounds interesting. Because anyone who knows me knows that I love rhythm games, and so mm -hmm. having like a roguelike dungeon crawler that's also a rhythm game 
And the best part being that you can upload any music you own right. to the game. And not Ooh. And not even just for custom like areas, like you can use it in the main game. Oh, right. So I like you can that. play in, you can impressive. actually play the actual game using, I don't know, the Sonic 2 or Outrun soundtracks, which work really well. Which is why I chose. Those. I, for some reason, I assume you use uh, Michael Jackson songs, considering what a fan you are. Oh yeah, no, that I have yet to try that, but I'm gonna. I want to try the. Um, I'm gonna try downloading the Moonwalker, the Genesis Ooh, OST. That sounds in. like it'll be a good time. Yeah, no, it'd be great. Um, but Sonic <laughs> songs work fantastic. Well, those some of those were made by. <laughs> not himself, not so. Sonic too. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what, just, no, just to throw in a little bit of Sonic, have you ever heard the song, um, the Metropolis Zone music from Sonic mm. 2? Yeah. Try, try this one, viewers at home. Um, think of the lyrics to Van Halen's Jump while listening to it. You'll, you'll, you'll soon realize that Metropolis Zone is just jump sped up. Huh. <laughs> Fun fact. We're gonna do this after the podcast, and their minds In are fact, gonna... In fact, do try this blow. one. Please. Just blown mind blown yeah great mind blown mind speaking blown. of things that are blown <laughs> worst wow. segue of all time <laughs> or the best depending uh, on your preference um listen <laughs> uh did you guys see and i know i haven't the talked Oculus about what I play rifts this. price no i was gonna say overkill uh dlc but oh, we can talk about the I, oculus Rift. Uh, we talked about week yeah we talked about the oculus Rift price already um, it's really expensive. Stop reminding me that Overkill exists as an actual. Yeah, I I saw <laughs> that post today, and I was like, "Oh, cool! They're putting a uh, Ghost Simulator DLC. That seems like gonna be silly." But then they like they made sure to remind people it's paid DLC, and I'm like, "Oh." Fun fact: I own Simulator. 693 Steam games. Mm-hmm. And you know how Steam recently announced that you can actually ask them to purge a game completely from your library? No. Well, they, they announced the feature where instead of just getting like a refund or something, if you just want an, a game just gone from your account, like it won't show up on your profile or your Steam library, you can ask them to just completely remove it. And I think the game I might do that to is Payday 2 because I am I am done. I just don't want anything <laughs> to do with it. Jeez. I'm completely disappointed in Overkill well, as a I mean, company. They are Over, Yeah, Overkill has been making some really bad decisions sense. lately, in, especially in, with how like almost Konami levels of scumbaggery. Yeah, like uh, one of my professors for game design, fantastic guy named Shabib. Uh, Professor Shabib. Shabib, love it. Um, he he's a he believes in uh microprocess like microtransactions as like like ethical microtransactions can be a good thing. And I explained to him the situation with uh Overkill, and even he was like, Eesh, never do that. <laughs> like everything they did is a bad move." And and they, they still they still have like not yet to apologize for it. They've just been like, yeah, we were kind of awful about it. Sorry, it's still <laughs> gonna be that way anyway. Whoops. Yeah. It's and, a very empty apology. And it's it's very weird because they're doing this Goat Simulator DLC, which which apparently they've just been trying to shoehorn doing crossovers with like every. That's indie... still relevant. Yeah, no, they they've been trying to do crossovers with like every indie game on steam they did hotline miami 2 which ended up probably being the best piece of dlc for the game they also did the uh what's it the uh Uh, chivalry and uh john wick oh john wick yeah they did the movie john wick with not keanu reeves with a weird sort of keanu reeves i want actual keanu reeves i would buy the game just for keanu reeves they did the john wick thing again but with point break but like the remake so again it's not keanu reeves I don't want to watch the Point Break remake. I don't. Just because I, just because I love Keanu too much, I'm like, I don't want to watch a movie it's that every, had Keanu. It's everything That's I like hate say- about like Hollywood. Because the original is a great movie. It's got it's got Keanu Reeves. It's got Gary Busey. It's got Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Those are three great things right there. It's like having soup, but all the stuff that was inside of it is gone, and all you have left is broth. Yeah. And it's like, you can have that as a meal, <laughs> and I'm like, point, I don't want if that. Point Break had, if any of those three guys I just mentioned were replaced in the original Point Break, no one would watch it. It wouldn't be as watchable of a movie. Right, right. Because you're seeing, like, Keanu's like, yeah, I can act. You're seeing Gary Busey <laughs> going like, I'm crazy. And you see Patrick Swayze I'm going. I'm Gary Busey. And you're seeing, yeah, I'm Gary Busey, Amazon Fire TV. <laughs> And you're seeing, and you're seeing Patrick Swayze 
being Patrick Swayze. And it's it's great. And if any of them mm-hmm. were s- switched out, you'd be like, oh, trash. Yeah. Um. So I hate to switch subjects so rapidly, but there was some Zelda things I did want to talk about this week. You should yeah, probably do uh, that. Zelda. Because I was Zelda informer. We're going to read all of Hyrule Historia right now. Uh, Yes. A few th- a few article headlines I want to re- mention from the site that are actually pretty interesting. Uh, from Awesome Games Done Quickly, uh, there was a reverse boss order speedrun of A Link to the Past oh, uh, between two speedrunners. It was really cool, really good race, fun nice. to watch. Like how they get the way through that. I love it. Um, and Hero Warriors Legends um, is going to have 500 hours worth of content. <laughs> wow, what? Uh, 500 hours of replay value, essentially. Wow. That is a lot. Uh, that is a significant yeah. amount. And they upgraded the amount of enemies that can appear on screen. That's, um... Which is crazy. It is. That is really crazy. Jeez. Yeah. But anyway, the thing that was like, the thing that bothers me the most, especially with all the great things that they're doing with uh, Hyrule Warriors Legends, is I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think about like the lack of of North American Hyrule Warriors Legends and previously Triforce Heroes commercials. You know what's interesting? Because uh, Fun... all the information we've gotten is from the Japanese YouTube sites, the Japanese uh, magazines. We we haven't gotten very, we have gotten very little information in English. These I've are actually, true facts. I, I I something came to my attention actually recently, and and one of the things that people bring up a lot is, um, why Nintendo doesn't advertise on TV much. But mm-hmm. fun fact, they're actually in like the top five of publishers that produce TV commercials. In fact, um, where? I, here's the thing. I'll go into that in a second. It turns out that Nintendo uh, in 2015 released 49 TV commercials, while Sony has only released four. But what? I see Sony commercials all the time. I think the reason being is because most of those commercials are on kids networks like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and other family-run channels. And not okay, the stuff so... that we're used to. Which they should. They should be advertising on, like, CBS. <laughs> to, to throw my hat into the ring, as it were, I... I, I involve... Like, my, my job involves watching an 8- and 10-year-old. I babysit them, and so they really like to watch Cartoon Network. And I, I can tell you, I, I don't see those advertisements very often on, on Cartoon Network. Do you think that maybe it's not being targeted towards North Americans? Maybe like it's it. Maybe they're know. counting overall TV commercials. I mean, I imagine because Nintendo, something... I know, has a stronger presence in Japan, so it might make more sense for them to advertise there. I imagine with something like Hyrule Warriors, they won't advertise it much because it's like weird and niche. It's a it's a right, Dynasty it, Warriors it's... game with Zelda characters, but it's Zelda. Zelda's one of their biggest properties. It only makes sense to throw it out there because they know it'll sell, but, or but it should sell. But like, I mean. I guess they're yeah. just expecting it. It will sell anyway because Hyrule Warriors on the Wii U sold amazingly well somehow. It anyway. did bring, uh, yeah, no, it did bring uh, the Wii U. And we all red. we all know Nintendo is very weird when it comes to niche titles selling really well. In fact, Bayonetta right. Two was just discontinued recently, and they didn't even advertise it. So... Which is odd because they just put the character in Smash. Yeah, you think that they would like revitalize that stock, considering now more people are probably interested in the character. Having not played the game before, yeah, I'm 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 starting to be very glad that I bought a lot of my Wii U games physically. Actually, I saw Jake was like looking around to try and find a collector's edition of Bayonetta two, but it's really tough to find. Uh, huh. the, the the one game I regret not owning a physical copy for is uh, Pikmin three because that everyone seems that to have, shot up and everyone price seems to forgot that no one bought that game. Like right. no one bought it, and now everyone kind of wants it. Right. Um, yeah. But I... With Hyrule Warriors, I'm going to stick to the whole, like, it's a niche game, and obviously that's why it's selling. And when it comes to mm-hmm. Triforce Heroes, I think it's just maybe the same thing. Because it's... Maybe. It's, I mean, critics critics love the game. Critics, Regardless of what the scores they gave, they, they all agree that they love this game. I think Nintendo right now is just trying to focus on keeping mm-hmm. the Wii U afloat as much as possible. Because what... But Triforce Heroes is... Is 3DS. DS. I know. Yeah, yeah. And the no, 3DS it, it, already has a great install base of 50 right. million users. So I think it's... they're really trying to push, because most of the commercials I have seen are Splatoon and Mario mm-hmm. Maker. And so I think they're really trying to push that Wii U angle more than what's going on in the yeah. 3DS front. Well, the two, okay, 
to speak more on the 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 like forty nine commercials, the ones that I have seen the most of are Splatoon and yeah. different variations of Smash Brothers commercials. Also Mario Kart. So they do advertise, but it's very it's like those three or four different games that they have right up on top. Because they can, because um, they're the best sellers on the console. Right, but it seems like not completely necessary. Like it is necessary to let people know that these games are coming out. But it seems like they could have spent a little bit of time on those smaller titles to make them more worthwhile to produce. But hell, IGN gave uh, Hyrule Warriors, um, I'm sorry, Triforce Heroes 3DS the 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 console's game of the year. Yeah. Uh, for this past year, while readers gave it to um, what was it? Majora's Literally Mask. anyone else. Majora's Mask 3D, which seems insane. Considering the the critic reaction to Majora's Mask was not bad, but it was not as high sung as Triforce Heroes, despite that's scores. I'm well, re- not referring to me. scores. I'm referring to their actual reading through the way that they were describing it. It seemed like they really did enjoy Triforce Heroes more, despite not being as well polished of a game. Well, I feel like here's... someone in the I I feel like someone like in the office like as just a giant prank just switched the scores and is just <laughs> laughing their butt off right now because of it. I just out of everyone's sheer confusion. Well, no, here's 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 what I'm going to tell you and this is why Majora's <laughs> Mask like won the user and that is because uh, their fervent fan base. Yeah, absolutely. It's it right. it, it is the memeiest fucking Zelda game. <laughs> It's the one where if you go, hey, uh, what do you think is the underrated Z- Majora's Mask? It's always going to be Majora's Mask. Like, mm-hmm. do you remember almost a year ago? I can't believe it was almost a year ago when the Nintendo Direct came out for the new 3DS XL and they announced Majora's Mask 3D. People who don't yeah. even like Majora's Mask thought it was a crazy, like, just mind-blowing announcement. Majora's Mask is just I have Majora's fr- Mask is one of those games that that really pushed the boundaries as far as Zelda goes. I mean, I, I it's just I don't know. I don't know much to say that it just pushed a lot of boundaries after Ocarina of Time I as have, far as like darkness goes. I have friends who just do not buy newer games. It almost at is all, darker. especially on yeah, whoa, especially on darker. handhelds. But even then, they pre-ordered Majora's Mask 3D. They pre-ordered it. Like yeah, I, I like it. it was. There was a craze for it. And they knew, I, I, and, and people are going to like it because they saw Ocarina of Time 3D and how good it was. And it's the same thing, just Majora's Mask. Yeah. It's what everyone wanted. It's it's a newer, better-looking Majora's Mask on the go. and that's, It's something they know and love, and they just polished it. Even if it's not perfect, it. It, it it's still a classic, and people are going to hold on to it. Right. Uh, did you also see the, uh, it's Pokemon's 20th anniversary this year, which is nuts, because I'm turning 21 this year, so I've been a Happy Pokemon birthday. fan. Happy <laughs> birthday. To Pokemon? No, to you. That's in, like, March. Well, I'll probably forget <laughs> by then, so happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Are you, you. Really turning 21? I am. Um, shots, 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 okay, sorry. And I'm even... <laughs> and I'm probably gonna do some silly things with, uh, Jake and, and the, and the gang. From State Farm? In, in Orlando. <laughs> From the podcast. <laughs> um, Adam, you better be coming to New York when I turn 21. You, I, I think we've it. discussed this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm obligated at this point. <laughs> Barcade um, hopping, dude. It'd be awesome. Yeah, well, I, if anything, just like sitting and hang out with you and getting... Yeah, we're, gonna, we're just going to sit in a corner and be like, yeah, so Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's very us. Um, <laughs> That's this podcast. What are you talking pretty about? Pretty much. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying it's very us. I wasn't being sarcastic. I was just being honest. Uh, did you see that because of the 20th anniversary, Nintendo is making a, two 3DSs available in North America? Uh, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue 3DS. One featuring Blastoise and the other one fe- featuring Charizard. Uh, color-based featurettes. And I believe um, both of them come with both Red and Blue. Yeah, they are installed, installed vir- on the Virtual Console on the 3DS. You know what like sucks, no, though? No matter which one you get, it comes with both. Europe gets a way better thing. They get Oh, yeah, three. they get the translucent. They get, they, get, they get Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Red, and Pokemon Blue on two DSs. They're all transparent, and they all have they all have the game on them. Uh, but Pokemon Yellow is the one that you really want, uh, because that one is, is basically both games combined. You know uh, what I realized? Along with extra features and fixes, it is essentially an updated version of the first game. It is... Gen 1 done right. You know what's weird? I, I realized this recently. I don't like playing the virtual console on the 3DS. What? Is it because of the quick saves? No, I don't know what it is, but like, uh, another game I was playing this week was Super Mario Bros. 3. 
and I was mm-hmm. playing it on the 3DS, and I was doing okay. Mm-hmm. I was doing all right. But then last night at like 2.30 in the morning, I went downstairs, I booted up the NES, and I started playing. And I like went through half that game on one life. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm proud I, don't of know, I don't know what it is. I guess whenever I, I try to play a... games on um the 3DS, it's like a little weird to me. There is a bit of a throw off. Like playing, uh, I, think it was, I think I was playing Link's Awakening on the 3DS uh, virtual console. Uh, I don't know if that's a everyone can get that or is that just an ambassador the, ambassador thing what, awakening i think it might be awakening no it's it's oracle of seasons actually i'm sorry oh yeah this game's look very similar to me if it's if it's um, not gba anyone could get them yeah it's i think it's gba uh oracle anyway, game play... boy color dog was it yeah it is yes ah uh, dang it i'm bad with these sort of things you're thinking of minish cap on gba i am thinking of minish cap there you go not color wise i was thinking like the visuals i was thinking of was uh oracle but I, there's also Minish Cap on there. Link's that Awakening's is the, the best that... game anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> past my stupidity. Uh, when you play something that is that old on a system that's that new, there's sort of a jarring contrast between the two. It, it feels weird and wrong. It's almost like you're not playing a game. You're not really playing the game because you associate it so much with the older console. It's like playing an emulator version of a game. It you always question that. if things are exactly the same. It might be Thankfully, that because I still like, have my SpongeBob themed Game Boy SP. Yes. It might actually be that way because <laughs> I, when I was playing Mario Three, there were like things I was trying to do on the D-pad that you can do on the NES D-pad or even the Wii U D-pad, but you can't do on like the 3DS D-pad. Why is that? Is it just that it's not I think programmed it's just the same different, way? Because it's just built oh, okay. differently. Like try well, trying not... to do that thing where you're where you're Super Mario and you try to crouch down to go under a low Oh, the slide crouch? Like, yeah, like that that's that's harder to do on the three DS than it is to do on an actual uh NES or Wii U. Alright. Well the controls are tighter. I think it's also the size of the, the D pad. Comes Speaking into play there. D pads, I just a weird little thing. <laughs> I learned about Your this bedroom? recently. I hate the D-pad on the Game Boy, um, not the Game, what the hell is wrong with me? The GameCube? I absolutely hate it. You I think the, it's- You mean the thing that's usually ignored in games? Yeah. Uh, also, another fun fact, turns out the GameCube was not supposed to have a DS, they just shoved it in at launch. A D-pad? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what I said. No, you said DS. <laughs> oh, <laughs> god damn it. Uh, let's try that again. My, my stupidity is rubbing off on it. Yeah, Adam. Slowly god we're all gonna lose our ability to speak. Terrible. <laughs> The D-pad was not meant to be on the GameCube controller. They just shoved it in at launch. Oh, I didn't but know that. I learned that the D-pad on the GameCube controller is the exact same one, like, plastic and all, as the one on the original Game Boy Advance. You're kidding. Think about it. Like, visit, like look, like, mentally in oh your mind. Oh my god, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it is. That's and it's horrible. so weird, because I don't know why it's so terrible on the GameCube, but it's amazing on the original GBA. I think it's a little bit wider on the GBA. I think it's, I think it's because, I think it's because it's, like, it sunk in on the, on the GameCube. Yeah, it does have those indents. But, like, yeah. man, trying to play Game, uh, Game Boy games on the Game Boy Player on the GameCube with the Game Boy Advance D-pad on the GameCube controller is really <laughs> awful. I got kind of lost there in the tongue twister of names. Game Boy, <laughs> yeah. GameCube, Player, Advance... Game, 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 game. There you go. Game. Game, 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 game. Love it. So yeah, there's your fun facts of the day. Yeah, I'm just going to use that. Nintendo's weird. Speaking of games, games, and more games, uh, did you guys see that uh, Steam's winter sale is there was like a huge hit uh, despite all the changes? Yeah, it's also because like Steam has 12 million <laughs> users concurrent like at any given time now. Really? Yeah. That's nuts. So, it might just be because yeah. there's more people. And now and now, uh, EA is starting uh, Origin Access. I'm actually excited uh, about that. That's really why cool. Why is that? Because um, as much as everyone likes to hate on EA, uh, EA Access on the Xbox One is actually one of the best deals ever. You mean the thing where they give you a game for free? No, it's not just a game. It's uh-huh. games. Sorry. Here's no. Here's what. I here's like how, Here's how EA Access slash Origin Access works. I imagine it's going to be the same thing as the console version. It's thirty bucks a year or five dollars a month, and you get access to 
every EA game from like 2014 and on completely free. Mm-hmm. And any new game that comes out, you get a 10-hour trial period about a week or two earlier than the actual game is released. Mm-hmm. And then five months after that game is released, you it's added to the free games list. So I'm missing the part where they make money on this. As in, like... Because it's, 30, it's $30 a month, and it doesn't include DLC. A year. $30 a month? No, $30 a year, and $5 a month. Yeah, but it doesn't include DLC. That's the. It doesn't that, include DLC. Yeah. If you want, if you want to buy DLC, it's at a discount, but it's at like a ten percent off discount. So. Yeah, Ooh, the, the the it's it's the shareware. It's buy it before you try it. I mean, try it before you buy it. And, and <laughs> buy it before I you mean, try it. <laughs> Capitalism. For, Blind buying. For PC, it's going to be a little weird because I mean, mm-hmm. most of these games get cheap enough to the point that you don't even like. You can just buy them for ten dollars, and even if you don't like them, like. I bought Battlefield Hardline. I hate that game, but it's $10 on Origin. I'm not going to pass it up. But on something like the Xbox, where I I want to try out how these games are on the console, to be able to not pay for any of them is pretty Mm -hmm. cool, unless I pay the yearly fee. Which is not bad. 30 bucks is half of one brand new game. Right. And if you're paying that once a year, I think that's okay. I do. I think that's okay. Yeah, it's, and it's I'm not, excessively it, cheap. It's it's funny because I uh-huh. I own I owned uh, Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare on the Xbox, mm-hmm. but I was also subscribed to the um to the the EA access. So when I traded mm-hmm. in my copy of Garden Warfare because I was not like really wanting to play it anymore, I went home and I was like, oh, it's still installed. I wonder what happens when I boot the game up without the disc in. And then I, <laughs> the game booted up normally, and I went, oh yeah, because I have EA access. Nice. So I didn't you even know need to do anything else. You know what's funny? What? Uh, certain, uh, like, more and more providers are, are starting to offer these sort of deals. Like, Amazon recently launched something called Underground, uh, which is you download the app, and certain games and apps are completely free that once you're paid and yeah. all the DLC and or uh, microtransactions in the game are free. Well, Amazon's oh. now even doing the um, the Best Buy okay. thing where if you're right. part of Prime, you get 20% off any new game right. sold by them, which right. is an, inc- that's an incredibly it's, good deal, by the way. It's a good deal. I, um, I, I pre-ordered Mario and Luigi Paper Jam the other week. $20. Nice. Because I, I got twenty percent off plus like two five dollar coupons, and like that's really good. It's a that brand really new three nice. DS game for twenty bucks. That's it's great. Did you guys uh like? Do you guys remember Jetpack Joyride? Yeah, the old, like mobile game from like six I years just ago. Got, I got it for free, and I got all the DLC and everything for it, and I didn't spend a nickel. <laughs> and it was like yeah. this is this is right. And I played it for two minutes, and I was like, and aboard. <laughs> I, I, I was actually kind of waiting for EA to do the um, the EA access thing on PC. And I think that's going to be really cool. It's exciting stuff. Because also, also on top of that, you pay $5 for just one month, and you get access to, like, all of their games. And, I mean, in one month, like, you'll probably get the playtime you'd get out of any of those games given within that month anyway. Mm-hmm. So, either way, it's a good deal. And that's coming from EA, which is kind of surprising. But hey, now I don't have to pay for Battlefront on PC. Woo! Speaking Yay. of things you don't have to pay for, have any of you guys tried uh, Pocket Mortys yet? No, I haven't, nope. because my uh, my phone doesn't meet the requirements. It is very bland. I, oh, I, I have, I'll, I'm going to download it on my iPad later. Like it, it, is, it is like a really bad version of Pokemon. I haven't oh, actually really? heard of it. I've heard all before this point. I've heard, right sorry, now. what, what uh, was it called again? Pocket Mortys. It's Rick and Morty, <laughs> but it's it's Morty is all the Pokemon. Oh, I have seen. Yep, I've That's seen that awkward. on the Tumblr. It sounds great at first, but then no, you realize all the attacks have the same animation. Uh, the whole thing is done with a rock, paper, scissors sort of uh, type species. Like, literally, they're rock type, scissor type, and paper type. Um, That's even I more mean, awkward. to be fair, it, it's a free mobile game. If, True, if you had to but pay like two dollars for free... it, I could I could see like complaining about it. But but even Jerry's game has more like interesting things about it. <laughs> I was say, I and played, that game I is literally you just press really balloons until they like, pop. I like balloons. <laughs> just in general. You like Jerry's game? 
The game that literally compliments you for poking it. Yay! Uh, <laughs> that's that's what it does. That's great. Good because I am not good I at video games. <laughs> Colin, you know what else is great? And since we were talking about Twin Peaks, this actually fits in very well. We're t- talking about talking about mobile games. Go on. Uh, you know it's great. Game locks twin... like modern combat series. You only have to wait another about another year for our Twin Peaks. Yeah, early 2017. I, First I, half. Yeah, I can't. Mm, it's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I'm. D- I'm really scared, though, because first half means that they're probably splitting up this season into two halves that are going to be, like, six months apart. To and those be are gonna fair, be six- to be mm-hmm. fair, the f- season three is 18 episodes long. This so is true. If they cut it in half, that's nine episodes. That's still, at, like, that's still better than when South Park cuts their seasons in half. And we'll get, this- like, four episodes, then we have to wait a good millennia, and then we get the other half. Right, but I'm still going to be gnawing on my own skin for those, like, six months in between those Oh, episodes. I mean, absolutely, but it's bad enough I have to wait a year now because of the whole... This is true. <laughs> We've had to wait too long for season three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in 25 years. Meanwhile... <laughs> oh my freaking god. <laughs> I love Twin Peaks so much. Did I tell you? I, oh, I went to, um... I, oh. I went to the city a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, and I actually saw a Twin Peaks firewalk with me. In a theater on film, a film print. Oh yeah, we're. I think we were talking right before you went in. Maybe. I think Maybe so. The day before. No, it was not. It was like a. It was like a spur of the moment thing. Oh, okay. It, yeah, I remember. Um, but yo, it, it's seeing movies on film is great, and I recommend doing it. Go to your local art house theater. Support if you. If you happen to be able to get, see the uh, the hateful, hateful eight and seventy millimeter, do it. I know that yeah, I know definitely. the tickets are like almost twenty dollars, but it's so much more worth than seeing a movie in Regal IMAX. overcharges you anyway. You might as well. Yeah, I was gonna say, where can you find that? Um, there's some any yep. any big like like I found that any like really like big theater will have them. Really? Because like the theater near me that has it is like. A grand old multiplex. <laughs> like, they, it's, it's been uh, there for decades. Do you have to, like, you, you know, know the password? You know, all right, give me the, give me the old stuff. <laughs> no, you, you, you just go on their website. I don't know how much longer it's playing, though. Yeah, I, no, that's probably uh, closer days. to being done. No, I really? have no idea. Oh, really? No, I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, because I didn't expect it to be a long run yeah. for the 70 millimeter version. But I mean, all you had to do was just go there, get your ticket, um, you get the program, and you sit down. Yeah. So there you go. I I was really disappointed. Great film, I by really the way. It's a fantastic I movie. Cre- yeah. I wanted to see Creed. And I like, <laughs> the day I planned to go was the day it stopped playing. That's oh my God. lovely. Perfect. Yeah. It's like, all right, it. the theater's playing at 8.20 every day of this week. I'm going to go on Thursday. Same thing happened Come to Thursday, me. Done. Yeah. Same thing like... happened to me at my local theater. There's a theater near me, and they've been playing the film Brooklyn for like a month and a half. And don't nice. get me wrong, it's a good movie. I really, I liked Brooklyn a lot. Mm-hmm. But Trumbo only played for two weeks. True facts. Mm. Like, what... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, please, no. Can I? Can I see the movie and not have on the more other sad one? movie news? Uh, George Miller's not gonna be making any more Mad Max films. He's like seventy. <laughs> <laughs> he's seventy and he's directing but, movies about like giant explosions. I feel like if he did Mad Max Six, he'll get a heart attack. Oh God! <laughs> but it, but it'd be a good, it'd be a worthy heart Rude. attack. And they, they wouldn't even have to CGI that heart attack. It'd be all. Completely... Yeah, it'd be okay. real. It, this they is can true. advertise it as being a real practical uh, heart a heart attack on set. <laughs> With real heart attacks. Real and heart just attack. like Real dead old man. And there's just a picture of him in the director's chair, like, flayed out. I don't know if that's <laughs> another Another horrible. fun fact. Mad Max Fury Road is just basically a remake of Buster Keaton's The General. There is it a fact or an opinion? Like... No, it's a, it's a fact, because if you played Mad Max Fury Road's score over the general, it fits completely. What is that one movie where it's Also, played... Mad Max is the general is about um, a, a, a dude who loses a big train, and it basically he has to go one way to get it, and then he has to drive the train all the way back. It's pretty much Mad Max Fury Road. What is that one movie where if you play that... 
the pig Floyd If you play album. Dark Side of the Moon to the Wizard of Oz, you get some weird coincidences. Okay. That's... okay. <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies. Please don't ruin it. <laughs> I'm not. What? Please, I'm just please saying. Don't. more reasons to love it. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. <laughs> Now the album has more meaning to you. You're welcome. Yeah. If, you um, <laughs> if you take Sergeant Rudder's only darks, uh, only darts club band, and play that reverse, and you play Dark Side of the Sun forwards while watching The Wizard of Oz while you're slightly high, you get an episode of Bonanza. Uh, I was gonna thank make a you, joke Conan about... O'Brien. Uh, mm. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about how if you listen to Ring of Stars' entire discography. While watching you'll feel all right. the universe, you want to die. Oh, I mean, you'll feel okay. <laughs> Most of those songs are written by George Harrison anyway, so, I mean, it's <laughs> it's aight. It's aight. Papa George, can you write my songs? If we're on the topic of weird, not Zelda-related things... Wait, thank, I want to mention you, one new, more thing about new movies. listeners, but... I want to mention one more thing about movies. <laughs> okay. Promise I'll be done after this. Pacific Rim 2 is not dead. Yay! Bell's Horror says it's still properly happening. Great. Good. Cool. So anyway, another I'm fun excited. fact: George Harris, like George Harrison's um, album "All Things Must Pass," have has made more money and sold more records than any other Beatles like entire solo career. Wow! Yeah, and that says a lot because Paul McCartney's still going. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's weird because like I think "All Things Must Pass," I think it's gone to like like five times platinum. While every other Beatle, like, solo album has only maybe gotten, like, once or twice platinum. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> only once or twice. Ugh. Once or twice. How Ugh. awful. Sorry. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> The Quiet Beatle made five times. That's pretty good. That is true. Pretty pretty good. Pretty good. That's, that's hey, pretty good. that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, uh, if, you're ever in, if you're ever in a large metropolitan area and you want to try to sell anything, just go, hey, that's a nice shirt. Because this, I'm no kidding. I went into the city last week and like oh God, what did five people, no, nothing, but five <laughs> people, five people on the street approached me all with the same, Hey, that's a pretty cool shirt. There was one thing I had to buy and that was, um, some guy was selling his mixtape. And usually I, you know, oh you're supposed to avoid that, but his name was P4 Luigi and the album was <laughs> all like Mario and Luigi. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> and he autographed it to see swagons and I had to buy it. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it eventually, so P4 <laughs> Luigi, if you're listening out there, hey, what's up? It's a pretty cool shirt. I made a joke, by the way, because I was going into Nintendo World, I said, I swear to God, I'm going to go into Nintendo World, and Reggie's going to be there, and he's like, welcome to Nintendo World. Hey, that's a pretty nice shirt. Want to buy another Wii U? Yes. I swear to God, I go to the second floor of Nintendo World, and some guy approaches me and goes, hey, that's a pretty cool shirt. Oh, God. Luckily, I didn't have to buy anything because they didn't work for Nintendo World. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but I did have a 10-minute discussion about Little Shop of Horrors with him, so that's all right. Oh, sounds good. Like, hey, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was, hey, it's pretty good. Uh, but let's let's get back onto the topic of Zelda. Yeah. Because uh, one thing did New happen listeners. this week that I've been excited about. We did mention a couple months ago uh, this Kickstarter we were really excited about. Um, well, not it wasn't on Kickstarter. I don't think it was, I think it was on like, Indiegogo or GoFundMe or something. Uh on the, uh, the first episode, the pilot episode of Royal Guards, that Zelda series about Royal Guards <laughs> during that t- the time period where Zelda breaks into, I mean, Link breaks into the Hyrule Castle what if Link was Zelda? during Ocarina of Time. Uh, it, it's finally up. It's finally up on YouTube. It'll be down below. In case I you're loved interested. it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I just watched it. It was, it was hilarious. Exactly. It, it kind of reminded me of... Um, the one scene in Monty Python where the two guards are standing there and there's just like multiple loops of oh, yeah. running up. I love it. <laughs> and I was waiting for that like nod of the hat to it, but I was I was okay with it. <laughs> I need to watch that scene again. That's still one of my favorite scenes. I love I love I love when um John Cleese finally arrives and stabs the one guard. The, the, <laughs> the only thing the the only other guard does he's like Hey, and he just looks around <laughs> really <laughs> casually. Hey, what's John Cleese's like intensity combined with everyone else's confusion is <laughs> so poetically beautiful. I honestly, people say Monty Python's like flying circus isn't as great in comparison. It's so funny to me. It really is. It really like everything about like, Monty Python is just perfect. Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> Love it. I don't like the animations. But I do feel bad that uh, uh, Don 
Quixote didn't actually happen. That's true. That would have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moment of silence it's, for that. It's funny because um, I'm I'm currently taking a class that's that's literally solely based around King Arthur and the Holy Grail and like all the legends that surround around that, and we have to do an assignment at one point that involves um, watching three of the uh, it's, I think it's maybe about half a dozen movies. Mm-hmm. And and analyze it, and I kid you not, Monty Python is on there. It's, and I mean, apparently it's... there's a lot of actually like legend accurate like nods in that movie. So of I'm course, really oh, yeah, no, of course. Like that's how you make clever humor. You yeah. you actually know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's I know, it's so a so it's, it's a really good like setting and a really gr- like good cast of characters to. To like yeah. make a funny movie about almost every single person that was in that group was brilliant in their own right. Terry Gilliam, not Eric Idle, an... but that's another discussion. Yeah, no, but for I, that's why I said almost, almost, <laughs> almost. Yeah, I don't uh, like Terry... Eric Idle much, even well, though yeah, I, I just mentioning... referenced one of his movies earlier. Terry Gilliam is uh Terry Gilliam is great. I love Terry Gilliam. Yeah, I know he's the animator. He's he almost did a Don Quixote movie. That's fantastic. There's a fantastic uh. A documentary about that struggle. Like it was one of the most unlucky film shoots of all time. Aww. It is horrible. Wait, what happened, uh, in Adam? Country? Have you seen um the? I forgot the name of the documentary, but it's about the uh, the Doctor of Island uh, doc- Island of Doctor Moreau with Marlon Brando. I have not. You should watch that because if listen, <laughs> uh, Terry Gilliam's uh, Lost in La Mancha. That will make you sad. It's so the, sad. the Island of Doctor Moreau documentary will make you furious because it's, really, it's even more crazy and insane than the other one. It's more insane. It's insane oh by my half. God. Like it's funny because I was texting a friend about it and he's like, "Oh, is he? If they, are they talking about Marlon Brando's crazy antics?" And I'm like, "We're just getting started on that." And we're only two quarters, like, we're two-thirds into the way. Like, that's how you know it's insane when Marlon Brando's dumb antics are later in the film. And not the primary focus. Jesus. And that's, this is comparing it to a movie where they went to a film shoot where it hadn't rained in 40 years, and then the worst thunderstorm in the history of that area (laughs) happened. Like, immediately when they were going to start filming. Oh, that's unfortunate. (laughs) Like man, who who danced on an Indian and then, that day? And before <laughs> that, I think they were having jet fighters were having like practice runs. <laughs> they were in the area. Practice runs and yeah, it's like everything was going. And then wrong. after it rained, it like swept away a bunch of their cameras and like broke a bunch yeah. of them. And then the main like one of the and, main yeah, actors main guy, got he broke his hip and then he couldn't act anymore. <laughs> and he got really sick and yeah, he was an old guy, but then he like died. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like. Literally everything that could have gone wrong did. Sure, sure. That's unfortunate. It's, it's honestly like it is a study of the island of like Dr. sometimes things just don't work out. The island of Doctor Moreau documentary, by the way, it's called Lost Soul. It came out in 2014. I think it still might be on Netflix. If it is, please, please watch it and watch I'll, and watch uh, Lost in La Mancha. Definitely watch Lost in La Mancha. Both are great movies. Also, watch the rest of Terry Gilliam's uh, films. Watch Brazil. Watch he is watch Baron he is Munchausen. He's a fantastic filmmaker. Watch I'm not Time crazy Bandits. about Bra- mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about Brazil, but for my Brazil. own reasons, for my own reasons, like I I yeah. respect the movie a lot. I just don't. It doesn't appeal to me so much, you know. Yeah. Because it's it's a crazy film. Oh yeah, no, it's um, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, very it's well done, movie. but it's it's very specific. <laughs> and and takes an acquired taste. It is. It is a, a bit of an acquired taste. But for some of you, you'll love it. You will absolutely love it. Um, God, what else? There was something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, probably french fries. <laughs> was it probably french fries? Probably. Oh, uh, Pokemon is going to make its way to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, neat. What? Yeah, Nintendo has uh, announced that there is going to be a Pokemon ad airing during the Super Bowl this year. Oh, beautiful. See, when you said Pokemon's making its way to the Super Bowl, I just imagined a bunch of fighter-type Pokemons in Unibrow. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. You have to and go with Pokeball. the army of marching adorable Pikachus that <laughs> no, happen <laughs> everywhere. Like, I everybody... just keep using crazy powers just Ev- to get the ball from one side to the other. No, no, it's just guys in adorable Pikachu outfits getting destroyed 
by like the Giants or something. You're Actually, no, it'd, be, it'd, like probably, the it'd probably be the Patriots, like... considering the Patriots are the douchiest team in the league. True, right? I'm sorry, Patriots fans, but everyone else hates your team. <laughs> Literally everyone. I'm starting to believe the Patriots fans might also hate Bre- their breaking team. Breaking news, apparently, this is true. apparently um, a quote-unquote leading candidate for the Republican Party asked John St. John, the voice of Duke Nukem, to... Uh, do a voiceover for a presidential ad, and John really? St. John turned it down. Of course, please say Donald Trump. Please say Donald Trump. Please they, they, Donald Trump. They're not saying it probably because of NDA, but like if it's mm. a leading candidate in the Republican Party, it's either Trump or Cruz, and I'm I'm willing to bet Trump. Neither yeah, of them are particularly. Yeah, I mean, at the thought. <laughs> Man, oh, I want to I, I want to punch Ted Cruz in the face so much. He is same. <laughs> The, the, That's how he the, should fund uh, his presidential tr- campaign, a dollar per punch. You'd have like the millions most, of dollars. The most true thing that SNL has ever said is that Ted Cruz has a condition doctors call a punchable face. I love it. <laughs> I, love is, I forget where I was anyway, listening to the advertisement. True. We're no. reaching that point uh where we're gonna I'm sorry, did you have something else you wanted to say? No, if we're if we're going like if we're like taking it back, we're reeling it back, I'm good for that. <laughs> Alright. Uh there is we're we're about that time we're gonna start wrapping up. Uh, Whoa, what happened? Yeah, we're going to talk about... Oh, there's a fan no. topic that I wanted to get to. Uh, Liam, who, by the way, says hi to everyone on the podcast. Hey, what's Hello. up, Liam? Uh, what's up? He was nice enough to come by my streams in the past week. You're my favorite by the way, best if you... friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was you that... Yeah, you said, like, um, he's tired of Matt and Wooly's, like, shenanigans, finally. <laughs> I, I died. Um, I, I by did. the way, if you are interested in hanging out with Liam, myself, uh, Marty... Colin, all the all the people that are all the cool guys. Well, all the cool guys. Uh, check out my stream on Twitch, Twitch.tv forward slash ABC Milkman. It'll be down below. Come, like, follow it so that you can know when I'm going online. Follow me on Twitter so you know exactly when I'm going online. Um, and uh, he asks, he asked me on Twitter because that's a great place you can submit your fan topics. And if you want to submit them through email, you can do that at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Finally, onto the question that I've been dragging out so long. Yeah, honestly. Uh, Liam asks, what do you think Amiibo will do in Twilight Princess HD? I thought that was a really good question because, honestly, it's a very confusing thing. Like, what could an Amiibo do in that game? Like, how could they adapt the game to fit uh, that feature? It gives you, it gives you a Wii remote and a Wii nunchuck and says, good luck. <laughs> I can imagine that it's it's I mean it's the wolf amiibo right I I mean yeah. there's there's just as simple as you know you put it on and it, it turns you go into wolf form like it could be just as simple as that but I imagine there's some more complexity maybe because well, like I'm, you can use other amiibos too right like Link and... well they said they've confirmed that wolf uh, Link amiibo will work with the game I am suspecting that maybe costumes like color changes or some kind oh that'd be, be cute cool. based on characters. Because it wouldn't be difficult to make. It, it would just be a, a simple palette up. Although I would really appreciate also like the designs, the tattoos on uh, Wolf Link to change. Oh, that'd be cool. Or like uh, at least like cool. Yeah. Well, not customizable as much as like different like swaps. Well, yeah, yeah. Because like yeah, yeah. But like I, I get what you mean. Um... <laughs> In Dreamworld Fantasyland, I like the idea of being able to put the Zelda amiibo down and being able to play a Zelda. But I know that's just like a pipe dream. Right. <laughs> I kind of thought like uh, when I first heard about it, because like. I had to think of something that would be optional in the game, but, like, mm-hmm. still important, you know what I mean? And right. it was, I was like, the only thing I could really think of was, um, you know how you go to those, like, howling statues and you collect all the cool, like, moves and stuff? Right, you think that could, like, store the howling, like, the moves, yeah. and then maybe that transfers into Zelda U? Yeah, something like that, maybe, I don't That'd know. be cool. That would be, that would be yeah. neat. Um, I would appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, maybe something that rewards you for playing through Twilight Princess HD, so that when you play Zelda U, that you you get like some kind of bonus. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, like, I feel in... like I feel like that'd be a good fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My dream fantasy, obviously, is you put on like Zero Suit Samus or, or uh, Peach, and you get their outfits. But you oh, know, like man, the I, would, dream. I would love to I'd scan love in uh, Zero Suit Samus, and the bit block is in Twilight Princess. Oh my god. That'd be a great addition. <laughs> I mean, you said Peach, and frankly, the image of Link running around in a pink flowed dress is immensely entertaining. I love it. Then play- instead of the Master Sword at the end. Hey, then you, should, you, should, you should help out Nintendo and buy Triforce Heroes and enjoy that same exact oh. thing. You oh, should no, definitely do that. I'll just run around in the legendary I dress. Uh, I, I should have no say in this conversation that's about to come up. 
I I don't oh. think I've mentioned this yet. Uh, I don't. Did I mention last week about what happened with the 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 fundraiser that fan tried to do for me? Oh, what no. happened? Uh, so did you get the Wii U? It didn't get. It wasn't successful. Oh no! Uh, but apparently, scrapped together enough money to get me Triforce Heroes. Oh, so Aww. I'm gonna. So he's gonna be sending that, which is really sweet. Oh, so that's I'm, really cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's 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 really now freaking sweet. Now I have to buy Triforce Heroes. Yeah, Thanks. that way we can play together. <laughs> I want to play too. I've get only, it. I've only heard secondhand feedback from from my boyfriend who has been playing it, and I've I've heard mixed. Mixed messages about the game, so... Listen, listen. Shh. Let me tell you something. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in oh, your God. ear. Um, oh, God. I called Jake the other day, and I sang those lyrics to him. Why would you do that? Like, his girlfriend picked up the phone, and I was like, can you put Jake on the phone? She's like, he's asleep, but sure. And so, like, she... And I start singing the lyrics to him. <laughs> and he just, like... Apparently, he, he looks at the phone and then just slithers away. And then Lyra tells him it's me on the line singing those lyrics, and he starts dying of laughter. Oh, I love it. It's, it's great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be... Uh, when I do get that in, I will play it and let you guys know what I think. Until then, uh, I think we answered Liam's question. And Did we? It's about that time. Yeah, I think so. And it's right about that time where we're going to start so wrapping up. Long, farewell. Uh, but I want to thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Julia, Colin, Ray... Ray, thanks for joining us on your first episode. I'm hoping that we have many more together. Yeah. Glad Julia, we thanks for coming the main back. Character of the Force Awakens join us. That was um, pretty exciting. <laughs> and I'm glad we have Colin Mockery <clears throat> to uh, to provide commentary. Colin Mockery, Adam Savage from Mythbusters. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Jesus. What? <laughs> That's a reference not many people will get. It's Seinfeld! How does not many I, people get that? Because I most mean, people frankly, haven't seen that. Most people haven't seen Seinfeld? Well, most people are wrong. Most people most haven't seen people Beverly are Hills Trump Cop. Voters, then. Most people haven't seen Robin Williams stand up. Anyway, uh, thanks again for joining us. Tune in next week for another episode of the podcast. Check out down below, follow our streams. We're probably going to be streaming for Dune after this, me, myself and Colin. Maybe something else, we don't know. Probably for Dune. Uh, Wait, I didn't yeah, tell the story of my mom meeting Matt Pat's mom. You know what? It'll be at the end of the episode after the credits. So stick around. You'll hear it then. Until then, right. I've been Adam and Ray, Julia, Colin. Bye-bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. I'm the boogeyman. Watch out!
Alright, so here's the story. It's not Dodorno, it's Metal Gear. <laughs> here's the story. Pardon? I was at, um, I was at SGC 2014, and my mom was coming, Rest in peace. Was coming back from a trip to California, mm -hmm. and she had never been to Texas before, so she decided to, like, stop by, because it's in Dallas, and just, you know, check out Dallas for a couple days before returning to New York. And she was, she was downstairs in the hotel lobby getting lunch, and she she ran into like this other older woman there, you know, I get a lot older, but you know, mid, mid middle age, and she was like, wow, you know, like this whole like convention thing's like pretty crazy, and the other woman's like, yeah, it is, and my mom's like, yeah, my son's like visiting, you know, the convention from New York, and then the other woman's like, oh yeah, like. My son is guesting here. His name is Matt Pat. He does game theory. Oh no way! So then I get a text message, um, like at like like at one o'clock from my mom, and she's like, "Do you know Matt Pat of Game Theory?" And I was like, "Yeah, I've heard of him because he's an all right guy." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh well, I just met his mom, and she says if you want any, like if you need anything from Matt Pat, like." Tell him his mom said so. Oh my god. Which I'm, assume, I'm assuming... We're gonna use that. I'm, you know what, Colin? Yeah. We need to use that to get him back on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, we should! <laughs> I can, I can like, totally. pick up that old text conversation and like send it to him. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, yeah no, like, I, I... I mean, I, I know he wants to come back, he's just busy, but like... I assume, I assume she meant, like, if, if I it. wanted, like, an autograph or to talk to him for, like, three seconds or something... But, like, right. later that night, I think around 10 o'clock, when the convention had kind of died down, and I was walking mm -hmm. around, I actually ran into MatPat, and I'm like, hey, I want to show you something. And I let him, like, read all these texts, and he started laughing. He said, yeah, that sounds like my mom. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good story. I really enjoy that one. Yeah. Very fond memory. All right. Good time. Thanks for sticking around after the credits. Thank you for that story, Colin. Yeah, it's no problem. It's great. Uh... This I wonder if people actually stick around after the credits this, this often. Maybe. Ooh, 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 ooh. Sorry. <laughs> you can't end, always end right get there. what you want. <laughs> oh god damn. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I love the freaking rolling stuff.